this is always a good part, just chilling here, watching one like watching me. Nothing. Just waiting for Novak to pop in. I hope it doesn't time out on Facebook. Where are you, Mr. Note? There's Mark, I see ya. See ya. Hi. Yo, Mr. Murdoch, how are you? Yeah, good, you. Good, good. All right, let me get that zone. Okay, we're going on Facey now. What are you me... talking about this morning? Let me get my clapper. And oh, action, action. action. Welcome to Morning action. Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, and co-host, Mark Novak. And this morning, we're going to be talking about franchise versus independent, when we're talking about real estate officers, um, are we seeing a trend away from them, pros and cons, just our general view. And we're pretty qualified for this. So we have been an independent agency for since 2002, fiercely independent, yes. competing against national franchises and brands and alikes. Uh, and it's something we always, always get proposed with and asked about. And every single piece of business that we that we that we pitch for always mm. asks this question. So we thought to bring it on screen would be great. And even lately, we've had a big wave of other agencies that are in franchises that ask us, "What do you reckon? How do we do it? Can you help?" It's a big, big thing out there. Big for consumers, big for real estate agents. Yeah, and I think um, so. Let's go with franchise uh, with franchises. I think a big appeal. Well, I know one big. Well, let's go. So I think brands. I don't think agents have been have ever been as prominent and has I don't know as brom as um, not important but as marketed and be so big. As they have that, as they have been now, I think a lot of the weight was the brand five, ten years ago, and it was just like I'm going with LJ Hooker and whoever they give me is good. Um, yeah. But I find that now, in today's like in the last probably three to four years, particularly the the agent's profile is there, there's growing. Like some agents out there, their profiles can be is very big compared to the brand or I just think the agent profile independently, people are, consumers are now just calling that agent rather than thinking of the company. I think yes. it's been a really, really big shift. Um, Massive. And that's obviously changing people's views on franchises where it, there was big, um, it, was, it was powerful before when you had that company and you know there's 20, like 20, 50, 100 offices that I think yep. the name just meant a lot, where now you get a lot from the agents. But also, Mark, I think a big one was uh, the benefit of the franchises was they used to always, um, especially the newspaper, they um, when they pitched for an independent to come to us, was a lot of it was you can buy, we get, because we've got so many offices and listings, we get a discounted rate in the newspaper, for example. Um, yep. And that was appealing to if you're a smaller office that you get this bulk rate. Um, but 
even our marketing, we're not really using newspaper anymore. So what does that, was that the only benefit to go with the franchise, this bulk buying power? Because it's, it's sort of not there now um, because we're not really using Look, paper. What's your view? G'day, Andrew, for tuning in. Sabine, thank you. Hey, guys. The value proposition from for a consumer of real estate services, so when I say a consumer, a landlord, a buyer, when I say consumer, I mean a, a, a seller uh, or a tenant. The value proposition, I, I think, was there was an enormous amount of trust that, you, you know, if there was a brand, if you're associated with a brand, there was a certain amount of protection around that. Um, oh, I, you know, Facebook saying broadcast interrupted. It's been paused. I don't think we're on. Yeah, it says, live on my, it says live on my end. My The iPad's not playing anything. Hang on. Let me just go back out and double check. We're still. Yeah. Okay. It's working there. The screen's not. Anyway, I think we're good. So. Yeah, live on my end. Yeah, we'll give it a crack. Anyway. Okay. Mm. So, all right. So let's go through. Let's start it with uh, the consumer's point of. Um, I just don't know. Sorry. It's, um, Yep, we've got all working on Instagram, we've got all working. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, okay. Instagram's fine, so just focus on Facebook. Yeah. All right, well, let's go, Mark, let's just go with... Just let's talk about any, the consumer's point of view. Do you want to just from a buyer and consumer point of view or their perceived value? And then I think that would be more... And then we can talk about from the principal's point of view of why they would choose one or the other. Yeah, look, I think as the consumers, you've got... Uh, obviously, consumer real estate services, you've got, um, uh, you know... Pretty much the main four is a, a buyer, a seller, or a yep. tenant or a landlord, and I think those guys consuming services they they felt there was there was a loyalty behind that, so they felt there was a safeness about that. But that's yeah. changed a lot now with with reviewing platforms and stuff like that. Agents can't get away with much at all. Whereas if 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 agents were um, were not doing well were, were not doing the right thing, people could complain to the national brand. The national brand would take matters into their own hands. But now the consumers have much more power in their hands. They don't need that protection of a, of a, of a national brand. So they don't mind going out in the limb and choosing an agent. I think it's right what you're saying, Michael. And that's a really interesting thing with um, the, the brand. Because I know with our office, people are more likely... People used to always call the brand and ask yeah. for our our services. Now they'll call the rep of the brand and ask for their services. So there's a bit more. There's a lot more power in the consumer's hands now for mm. choice, and that, that that even to drill down on a personality, you can choose your agent, the person you want to use. Do you know who that person is rather than the brand with real estate services? So it's less. There's a lot less onus on a national brand because people simply aren't choosing the national brand anymore. They've gone down to the level of the agent and down to the level of the agency and almost forgotten about that national brand even more so, I'm finding. Yeah, and I think um, with from that consumer point of view, you're right. Like They've got so many avenue now. It's like the Rate My Agents, the realestate.com profile reviews. There's... There's just so much transparency out there at the moment that you hit the nail on the head. They sort of feel safe to go with someone who um, directly to that agent rather than that fail safe of under a big company and I'm safe they'll, they'll
I got um I really don't think we're live on Facebook. Um okay. Now what other Yes twenty four. Mac, can you check Facebook to see if we're live on that computer? Thanks. That's right. we we'll have it on um Instagram. So therefore what about there was always a big play on uh, if you're a buyer, if you have like one offer, you pick a franchise uh, and you, they're in Manly. You've just, you've just dropped off now off live uh, Facebook on my end. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just dropped. It's, it's just dropped off. That's right. Okay, so and that uh, we got Insta. Um, that's right. We can always post it, save it. So there was always um, a lot of buy, a lot of franchisees would leverage. They go, well, we've got an office in Manly with 100 buyers, but we've got this whole network of um, LJ hookers, so we've got really our 100 buyers plus the Newport branch, the DY. We've got a 1,000 buyers for you, which an independent can't offer. I think uh, that was a big that, – that, they played that a lot, that sort of card of the benefit. Now, do you think with all these avenues for buyers to see properties now, it's, it's not as – like, is, there, is that still valid that um, – or was it a bit of a myth? What's your view on that? Because I know they play that card a lot. We've got 10 offices. Sorry, ask the question again. So a lot of, if you're part of a franchise group, one of the cards yep. you would play was we've got 100 offices, we've got, all, we've got more buyers than independent. Like, how does that work? Is it smoke and mirrors? If like Buyers don't give a the, shit. Uh, sellers yep. don't give a shit. Landlords don't give a shit. Tenants don't give a shit. That national network, and look, we used that example yesterday in the um, the talk we we're doing were about commercial. We had a national commercial agent from the city. Um, mm. We were up against same advertising, same properties, um, same products we were using. Yes. But the service we offered was very different. The service we offered was so different that out of twelve properties we had for sale, Novak. Um, sold 11, the other brand sold one, the national yeah. brand. So it, I think, I think that, that, um, that local power is, is probably even more important than ever now. Yeah. And people I, I have think the ability to, to choose. Now, would it be so? I reckon a lot of people, if you're a fresh agency, uh, and never run a, a company, I'm seeing, uh, people start up with the franchisees. Maybe to take away a little bit of the stress from the marketing coming up with all the material, but then, because then they've got, got all their systems in place, but then we're seeing big shifts of some of the number one uh, officers in that group now leaving to be independent. And I feel that is because they, they understand business these days, it's so competitive, and you've got to be continuing to add value, change strategies, um, and offer more. And I think a lot of people are wanting to do it their own way. Authenticity is a big thing we're seeing where people who are authentic, doing things their way, um, putting their spin on it, are really excelling in a lot of industries. So I'm, we're seeing that we've had a couple of big office brands under a franchise leave, and it's just because I felt their feeling was they wanted to do it their way So with marketing. So I think, do you think that's, a, that's probably more important I know we're really big on the innovation and doing things differently. Do you think that's the driving force away from franchises so people can put their own look and feel on how they do real estate? Look, there's power, there's power in the consistency, uh, but there's also weakness in agility. 
um, mm. and, and like you said, authenticity. It's pretty hard to be agile and it's pretty hard to be authentic when you're just like everyone else. Uh, it's, and, it's, it's, and it's pretty hard to be agile when you have to do what everyone has to move together to the one beat. So I, I think that John Cunningham, the former REI president, of New South Wales, the Real Estate Institute president took his brand to be a, a local brand, uh, an authentic brand, an agile brand, rather than um, uh, keeping it as a national brand that he was part of before. He's a really good barometer, you know, the former uh, Real Estate Institute, very respected and esteemed man. So, uh, look, the fact is that there is that I, w- I would say there is dear to little or no value in a franchise business these days when the likes of the the, the um, uh, the Real Estate Institute president's moving his own businesses away when the likes of that seems to be the trend of moving away from the tra- franchises. Mm. Um, I think the only answer to that is that there is not value, not for the agency, not for the consumers, more these days than there was 10 years ago, hence the trend. Mm. So then what would, like, what's, um, then what's, what do franchises have to do to sort of flip that the other way do you think it's just going to be uh basically a decline down and then we'll be faced say in 10 years there'll be 90 percent independence or do you think they there's still some value or tweaks they could do to bring back momentum is it being a bit more flexible on marketing or like where do you see that changing what could they do I think there's, I, I think if it's people that are young enough and hungry enough and agile enough on a brand base, on a, on a national brand base, I think they could compete beautifully. But because they're not agile, it's really, really hard. And, you know, I look at restaurants like food businesses. There's some yep. incredible food businesses that have been franchising out like Guzman Gomez um, that are taking on the power, the international powerhouse brands and giving them a really solid run for their money. They're having fun. They're authentic. They're listening to their consumers, uh, so you know I, I think there's still there's there's still good legs in potentially going for franchise business. I think consumers have to remember that they're paying ten to twenty percent more in their fees. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think consumers have to remember that that it's going to cost you more to use a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you going to get more? Well, probably. Um, I, I think that's that that's 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 what we're sort of having a little talk about debate about this morning i personally don't think so yeah and i find it ironic as well when you get those people who move away from the franchise start up their own but then they franchise theirs and make multiples um and then they sort of then fall into the then they sort of fall into the trap of what they moved away from when you're creating multiple well, that, that's right they lose, well. the, they lose the agility and they lose the authenticity that they had i think stone was a was a brand like that um, yeah. You know, within within an, our area, so they were doing a wonderful job in Manly, and then they went out to be to start franchising. So it's it's pretty interesting to watch. It's a really interesting landscape. It's really funny that it's not a landscape that many people openly discuss. Uh, people don't yeah. really use names. People don't really want to talk about brands. People are shy or embarrassed or, or, or intimidated. I don't know. But I'm um, happy to talk about it this morning, and, and I think it's on everyone, a lot of people's minds, because you're seeing these boards going up and down all around you, and these businesses changing. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's, uh, it's it, yeah, no one's really talking about it, but I think we're we're definitely seeing something there. So I think um, the brands are going to have, the franchises will have to do something to rock the boat, change it up, um, because you're right, a lot of people are coming away from it.
Um, interesting. I'm just trying to think. What else? I don't think we were on Facey. So how do we save this, Mark? We screen record it, do we? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think yeah. Um, yeah, the, the message from today is, is um, power to the locals. Um, yeah. You know, we are, we are a family business. Um, uh, the Novak brand has been in the industry for over 50 years uh, in the northern beaches. Um, you know, we're fiercely local, fiercely proud of it. We, we now get asked to speak nationally regularly about how we do it, what we do about it. There wouldn't be, I would probably get two to three calls a week about people asking about taking their, um, their franchise brand to be an independent. I get asked so regularly. And that was hence of doing this today a little bit as well to talk about the pros and cons. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, and also I think that software's had a lot, a lot to play with as well, Michael, where you oh, used yeah. to turn to a person, you know, used to turn to a person in, in a national franchise and say, hey, boss, I've got this problem. There's a, you've got a lot, of, um, a lot of online structure and presence that, and value that you can draw from these days. Well, that's a, that's a big thing as well, actually. The cost, the technology to actually run a real estate office from the sales line property management has really shifted, and um, it's probably a bit more user-friendly now and cost-affordable to do it yourself. Um, well, and to like to run it yourself rather than leveraging off a franchise who had their own system and you had to be a part of them to use it and there wasn't else anything you anything else you could use so i think they had i think that software was a really really big thing that people were a bit scared of going how do i do this where do i start i'll go under the comfort of a franchise and now with technology there's so many platforms for managing the uh, properties to mark like to portals to put them online that um it's probably a little bit easier to do it yourself and have that confidence well yeah you had to choose you had to sort of take everything from that franchise hook line and sinker whereas i think often as a business owner you liked what that brand did with buyer management you liked what mm. that brand did with landlord management and you actually you actually had to holistically choose one brand that sort of did everything but you couldn't you yeah. didn't want to you wanted to take a little bit from everyone now with software you can take that little bit from everyone so you can snap on different parts to your business if you can have a website different to um anyone to um yeah. to anyone else because you can choose a website you can have a um a rental software to help out landlords and tenants different and better than anyone else. So you can actually start piecing together your own agency with mm. software now. But do you think there's a danger where, not a danger, but I think, like, what would, I'm sure there's, you've seen there's independence, they go from a franchise to an independent, but they're a real estate agent and they just miss the bar when it comes to everything to do it themselves, i.e. branding, marketing. Like, do you think it can go, that you can sort of, is there, do you reckon anything is independent better than being with a franchise or there's a balance where you just should have stayed with a franchise? Like, I'm sure, how do you know? Like, you obviously can engage companies what? to market yourself. Um, what's tips out I there for people to know not to sort of, can you go wrong? That's right, independent, yeah. I, yeah. I think, you know, if you're, if you are happy to run systems, um, and work head down, bum up. Franchise is not bad for you as a real estate agent and as a real estate agent, as a principal of an agency. But I think if, if you are 
pushing your yourself, your business all the time, and um, and leading leading in your um, in, in what you do. I, I think that the franchise you'll find you're constantly being dragged down from a franchise. Yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't underestimate it. I had a discussion um, just. I think it was last night with a friend of mine, and and you know he's got problems uh, in his he's got issues in his business he's trying to deal with. Plus he's he's talking about getting rid of the franchise. And I said, mate, leave the franchise alone. That's 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 just going to keep churning. Work mm. on your business first and get those to get those those things in your business right before you address your franchise. So I think to answer your question in short, um, you've got to be. Uh, you really got to be absolutely smashing it um, yeah. in your in your um, in your agency in order to to drop the franchise to find that they're dragging you behind because you certainly don't want to take on for the cost of saving ten percent and doing it purely to save the cost you could screw yourself. Yeah, so you got to really uh, be honest where you are and not think you're better than you are, with, like which most agents do. So that's it's hard. Really, yeah. That's a big thing as well. And we've got local competitors that are independents that just copy absolutely everything that we do. And it's like, well, what are you? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's always like far out. Every, it's all innovation that we write, that, that we actually churn out in our business just gets replicated. I guess that's the biggest compliment ever. But I think it's it's a bit bit of a worry if you've chosen to be independent and you're choosing just to mirror um, what, what one particular agency is doing all the time. You, you re, you've got to be a real leader in your, in your category to, well, to run an independent agency. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing. Like, there's a lot of benefits and support you get with the franchise. Let's take away the money and bring in clients just to run yep. your business. Software, accounting, um, the procedures. The, it's basically you've got the recipe. And if you're happy with just ticking along, um, I don't think it's being complacent. I think it's just knowing your strengths. And if your yep. strength isn't innovating and doing procedures, then they offer a great platform. It's but pretty good, but you will pay more as a real estate oh, agent. You will, yes. you know, a business owner, you will pay more. If as a consumer using those services, you are paying more. You're paying up to ten percent more, to fifteen percent more for that for that privilege. Yes, but if if you do have that flair and that innovation, then yeah, you should, there's a great opportunity with that independent. Um, but yeah, you're right to to um to go independent just to sort of do the same thing and save you ten percent. I think it's it's probably a bit of a I don't want to say I don't think it's a good attitude when your business your attitude is doing it to save ten percent. It should always be reinvesting in yourself. We're doing this shift to to grow to do this, not save. I think when you start thinking like that, um, it's a it's probably death by a thousand cuts sort of thing. It's like oh, and then you do something else like like for the concept of not doing brochures to save the money. Not because, it's like, that, point. you know, I mean, like, even though you may not to do it to go digital and you've introduced another thing to replace it, but you, there's just two different attitudes in the mind, like doing it to save and doing it to be different sort of thing. And I, I think you've got to be mindful of why you're doing it um, and then make sure... You've always got to be offering value, Michael. You've always got to be, you know, you cannot be depleting, destroying value and putting it in your pocket. People cotton on to it. You've always got to be adding value. So for us, you know, with our, I think with ourselves, we still spend that franchise fee, but we spend it on value adds that with our, our clients can benefit and add and add value from. Do you know what I mean? I think that, that's yeah. clearly what people like in the marketplace, that 
we haven't pocketed the money, we've reinvested it back in so that the, the landlords can benefit, the tenants can benefit, um, the people that use our services definitely benefit. Mm. Definitely. Yep. All right. Anything else you want to add on this, Mark? Have a great day. Have a great day, and thank you, everyone, for watching. Sorry about who was tuning into Facebook, even though you won't get the apology because you're not on it. So, anyway, we'll make it work. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> All right. See you, bud.